0: Raw truth stories of female infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human Lives Follow Many Paths presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth stories of female infidelity. It's been a long day of work and you've just gotten home. You decide to start a fire and sit and relax, perhaps drinking a glass of wine or a nice cold beer. You reach for your lap. And decide to sign on in to social media. You start scrolling mindlessly through everybody's stories. Maybe you want to check a couple of pages and you're just sitting there, relaxed, not a care in the world until all of a sudden. Yep, a friend request. Hmm. Do I know this person? Do I want to know this person? They are kind of cute. Hmm, maybe I'll accept and just see what happens. Welcome everybody to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. This is Rebecca, your host, and you're listening to Midweek Ponder. Today we're going to talk about catfish stories. I had put out some requests on social media and groups and had some great, great responses. Today is going to be a really good episode. You know, both men and women, we all get that weird random friend request. You know, the ones that look too good to be true, usually for women. It's a sophisticated, handsome-looking, middle-aged man. He's listed his prestigious career and is from some beautiful place in Europe, but currently residing in some other country. And it's a photo of him holding a dog or even a child, or perhaps he's sitting in a beautiful garden of some sort or even on his yacht. The names seem odd, but if you accept, instantly you get a message of, Hi, beautiful. Yeah, not buying it. Sometimes you can even scroll down on their profile and you can tell if it's been created in the last couple hours. Or, you know, if they've recently updated it, you can actually scroll back and see photos and posts that are clearly not the person pictured in the profile. When I get those kinds of requests, I typically report and block them. Since I'm not a man, I cannot say what the men are getting, but I have heard it's usually a sexy woman luring them in for money, you know, by selling video, sex chats, things like that. Well, I'm afraid many people have fallen victim to these types of scams. I think though most of us know these setups are called catfishing. Um, maybe not all of them, but some of them. Um, And when I put out this post, some of the people who are in the baby boomer generation didn't know what catfishing was. Yes, they actually thought it was truly going out and going fishing for catfishing. Um, If you are not aware, here is what Google has defined it as. It's a verb. Fish for catfish. And for their description, with the Mississippi River far below its normal level, the catfish kept getting better and better. Okay. The other is, informal, from the U.S., lure someone into a relationship by means of a fictional online persona. For example, he was being catfished by a cruel prankster. Today, I will be sharing a story from a woman who has been catfished, a man who has been catfished, a woman who admits to catfishing her affair partner, and a man who's been catfishing people for nearly two decades. Infidelity Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I knew in my gut that she was still at least chatting with him. She denied it. Our marriage languished. I was miserable. No trust, no romance, no sex. I felt completely unwanted and undesired. About a year later, and still zero sex, my wife left for work and forgot her phone. Not long before that, I happened to see her type her passcode, so I tried it. Unlocked. I knew I was invading her privacy, but my gut told me she was hiding something. She was. To hear the rest of this story, and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes, as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. So, the first story I want to share is a woman that was catfished, and here's what she wrote. I was catfished. We met via Tinder, began talking, and clicked really well. The guy was older, but all of his pics, including the ones he texted me as though they were current, looked like he was one of the stayed-in-shape-and-aged-well kind of guys. Well, fast forward to making plans to meet. He wants to pick me up, which is a hard no for me. He plays it off as just being old school and we make plans to meet in a public place to go for an afternoon hike at a high traffic public park with nature trails, not a wooded area or anything. The day comes and he needs to push the time. Okay, cool. I have a job. Things run over. No worries. Around 5 p.m. It's raining and clearly the plan is not happening. He redirects and says, let's have dinner. A girl's got to eat, so whatever. He recommends a Mexican restaurant that's a town over from me that I've never been to. Upon arrival, he says the restaurant is busy, but there's another place super close. He offers to drive and I say no, but no major red flags, so I let him in my car. Upon closer evaluation, his pics have got to be a solid decade old. He looks similar, but definitely not in shape. More scrawny and skinny and definitely wrinkled with aging skin. He gives me directions and we end up in the Lowe's parking lot. He asks me to park in a poorly lit, empty area. Spidey senses tingling, I say No. He says he has a surprise for me and then pulls out about four airplane bottles of liquid out of his pocket. He offers me one and I decline, so he chugs it. Then he tries to kiss and grope me. At this point, my car is back in gear and we are screeching there back to his car. He is not getting the memo and continues trying to touch me. I pull up to his car and tell him it's time for him to go. He tells me to lighten up and offers another bottle of booze. At this point, I am doubling down on the get the fuck out of my car and he is ranting about how women are all prudes, need to live a little, get the stick out of my ass. I threaten to call 911 and he reaches for me again. I tell him he can either get out or that I'm ramming my car through the entrance of the grocery store and he can explain why to the cops. He finally does get out with a bit more ranting about how I am a psycho. I speed off, but I get caught at a red light and he ends up behind me, so I pull into a busy gas station, park in the handicap spot directly inside of the door, and run inside. The dude pulls around as I'm explaining to the store clerk what the fuck is happening and he calls a cop friend. The officer showed up while the dude was still milling around outside acting like he was on his phone. Upon seeing the cops, he jumps in his car and speeds off. The cop pulls him over, and I would assume at a bare minimum, old oh boy, at least got a DUI. I didn't press any assault charges, although I should have. And once he was safely occupied, I felt comfortable leaving to go home. I never told the guy what town I actually lived in, my last name, or my real first name. So all he knew was a nickname and what car I was driving. A very long story, but I tell people because I always thought I was so cautious and safe, but that experience scared the shit out of me. It was great timing though, because as I was deciding to never date again, a guy that I had dated for a few months but drifted apart from reconnected with me. We'll have our one-year wedding anniversary in right at about three months. All's well that ends well, I guess. Wow, I am so glad you're safe things really could have gone sideways and I gotta wonder if this guy's still trying to pull this off and did he ever say anything to you about why his pictures were so different why he was trying to be somebody he wasn't physically I'm sure you didn't have time to really talk to him about that because he was a little bit inappropriate (laughs) I'm trying to say it nicely, but to me, he sounded like a total jackass, and I'm glad that you are safe, and thank you so much for sharing. The next story I'm going to share is just a real quick one. It's about a man that was catfished. He wrote, I got catfished once. She used a female U.S. Marines picture. A quick Google image search later, I contacted the actual person telling them that the person in question was posing as them. Me and the real person are still friends to this day, but the catfish has blocked me. (laughs) That's funny. That was smart. Okay, so this one is a woman that admits to catfishing, and I did ask her some questions back, so we'll have a little Q&A here at the end of this. So my spouse and I were going through things, and I was having a fling with someone from our neighborhood. So, he is of course saying all the right things about wanting a relationship, so I decided to test him out. At the time, I had two phones, one of which was an out-of-state number. He decides to start working out of town, and so I randomly text from my other phone just to see what he would say. I used a co-worker's picture, and by the end of the workday I had us scheduled to meet for drinks at a bar in his hotel 12 hours away. When it was time for our date, I came clean and let him know he was set up and failed big time. So out of curiosity, I questioned her and said, wow, so to be sure I understand, you were having an affair with a neighbor, but you felt he was up to no good. So you pretended to be this other woman and he fell for it. How did you explain who you as the coworker, was? Like how you got his number and all of that. And what did he do when you revealed he was caught? Um, and her reply was, I acted like I had just texted the wrong number by accident and struck up a conversation. He, of course, played the but I am single card. And I asked, what happened after that between you and your husband? And she stated, I have not dealt with him since, although he still waves and speaks if he sees me. My spouse and I are still going through the vicious cycles that we have been for years now. Well, that sounds like a whole different situation and a story for my other podcast. So you know how to reach me and hopefully everything is going well. And yeah, it's kind of weird. The neighbor's just playing it off like nothing happened. So He may be kind of full of himself a little bit. That's just my, that's my two cents. You know, I try not to judge, but, um, you know, if he was really a person that would admit his faults or anything like that, he probably wouldn't talk to anybody. That's because he would have been embarrassed or afraid of being caught, but I don't know. That's just my thought. Okay. So here's this final one, and this one is going to go, um, it's a lot longer and I received This from a man, and basically I titled this man who catfished for 18 years to many different women and has had countless affairs. He wrote, I was in a serious relationship when I was 16. We got pregnant and it lasted five years until she cheated on me and broke my heart. I felt so stupid for being faithful, so I decided to make up for lost time. After a few months, I started with her sister. I sent her a sexy message supposedly for somebody else. She replied saying, I guess that wasn't meant for me. I replied saying, no, I sent it to the wrong Lisa, and she laughed about it. Ten minutes later, she sent me a message saying, what a pity. I just thought to myself, is it really this easy? And it actually is. I genuinely believe that women would be unfaithful if you say the right things to her. I wanted to test myself and checked out the classifieds for advertisements of wedding dresses. My thinking was if they are selling a wedding dress, they either have not gone through with the wedding and are in a funny place, easy pickings, or they married and if they bite, they're going to have to keep a secret. So I started sending the messages and got some replies. One woman was the same age as me, about six months married. We talked and she was ready to give it up, but I had her laughing before the call was over. And we started messaging and after some weeks we really did meet up and I had an affair with her for two years. So that didn't tell me everything I wanted to know, so um, this man agreed for me to go ahead and ask him some real deep questions, at least I thought they were, and he was very candid about his responses. So I asked him, so do you intentionally go after women who are married? I don't intentionally go for married women, but they seem to be more susceptible and seem to be interested more so than single women. Hmm. I asked, do you always pretend to be someone you are not? Yes, I always pretend to be someone else. I have many Facebook accounts, male and female, I use. I have also catfished men with female pics I have received. The men would send me intimate pictures of themselves that I could keep and in return use to attract other women. I asked, what did this quote do for you, meaning what is the thrill? He says, I guess I am a sex addict. The goal for me is sexy pics of a woman or to get to the stage where they're willing to have phone sex. How many women have you done this to? I've done it to at least 100 plus women over 18 years. That's a lot of people. (laughs) Have you been figured out yet? I've never been caught, but I have come clean to some women that I grew to like, and we have since become good friends. How long have you had any woman thinking you are someone else when you are not? Months, years? The longest relationship I've had without her knowing my true identity or what I look like is eight years, and it is still going on. Okay, Are you in a relationship now? If so, does she know what you are doing? I am married 14 years to a gorgeous blonde who adores me. I have been seeing a girl who has returned from another country for two years two or three years. We were together years ago before she went to Australia. She's 11 years younger than me and I am considering leaving my wife for her. My wife doesn't know what I'm doing, but did find a second phone. I had affairs and it nearly ended us, but she forgave me and we pulled through. I stayed good for about two more years and then I started up again. She found out about the girl I'm seeing now, but I told her it's over and she stayed again. He also mentioned that he has three aliases he uses. One of them is female and two are male. He said he doesn't usually make up stories. He tries to tell the truth as much as he can because it's hard to remember the lies. And I guess that would make sense if you're, you know, in many different uh, relationships and you don't know what you said to what person when. I think that that would be, yeah. 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 Okay, have you received money from anyone during this? I've never gone after money, and I've never received any. Do you intentionally go after women who are married? He says, I have had many affairs with women who are both married and in committed relationships. At one stage, I had eight regular women who I used to meet for hookups, not including my wife. So I would think at that point, they would obviously know who he really is, and he... um, is just, um, basically just having affairs all over the place. Okay, so as far as acting like a woman to a man, what's the excitement to do that? I can tell you prefer to see women, but what is the game in the men's other than using their photo? If a woman says to me, you're fake, I don't believe you, I'll ask them if they want to see a dick pic. I'll go to my female profile and get a guy to send me the exact pic I need. Are men that quick to respond to thinking that you're a sexy woman? Yeah, men are dumb, especially when prick teased. I don't know if I'm unusual or if all men's dicks are the same. (laughs) I don't know quite what what that was about. Okay. And then I said, I receive a lot of unsolicited dick pics that piss me off. So I think, yeah, that must be something that they enjoy doing. And he said, I don't do dick pics unless asked. I don't get that. In my experience, you have to win a woman over in her mind before you can get what you want. I don't like looking at my dick, so I don't see why you would. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Are you comfortable sharing with me how many women you've actually met in person? They realize you're not the same person, you're still friends, but other women that you end up having sex with are having affairs with. I've met lots of women in person, but I guess you mean from the catfishing of them. I'd say I only met about 9 or 10, and purely for sex, and about 3 or 4 led to more meetups. They were okay with me lying, because believe it or not, I'm actually a nice enough fella at the back of it. There's one girl now that I've been cheating with for about 7 to 8 years, has no idea what I look like or who I am. She knows I live about 20 miles from her and we chat every day. We have phone sex most days and she sends countless pictures and wants to meet up. She's always asking me when. I said, that's a long time for a woman to be wondering about you. Is she married? His reply was, no, she was with a guy but has since split up and is seeing a new man now. It just, you know, my whole podcast premise is about infidelity. And when I originally did this catfish, it was more to learn more about why. But I really, at the beginning of this, didn't realize I would get into a lot of infidelity situations that would happen. And this man has gone through cheating on his partner, Um, the women that he's hooking up with, you know, they're cheating on theirs. It's, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot here. Um, But we did keep in touch. So this guy and I, we kept in touch for a few days following this. But then things turned and he tried to cross the line with me. And if you guys know me, I say enough is enough. So I had to stop communication. But I was very, very thankful he was willing to open up as much as he did. Um, So I hope that uh, these stories have taught myself as well as everybody who's listening how Quick and easy, these things can happen. Some of these were funny in a way. I thought some of the answers were funny. Some of them I was like, "Oh my God, are you serious?" And some of them I'm just like, "Come on, we got to be better people than this." Um, But uh, I always say no judgment, so I need to uphold that. Um, It it, it, just—it's a tough one because. You know, we talk about female infidelity and why things happen, but I typically don't talk with people so much when it comes to intentionally, intentionally, like, I know I was married. I was just going to do this just to do this. There's usually some other underlying cause when we're discussing it, not saying that's all of it. And you guys know, I don't condone it, but I do my best. No judgment, you know, um, but uh, yeah, this has been woo, really, really, really interesting. Uh, thank you guys all for listening to this. Curious if you have questions or if you have any follow-up stories yourself to uh, being catfished, I would love to know. And um, you can send me an email. In fact, if you are a female who's been unfaithful to your husband, spouse, or partner, um, if you're a man whose uh, spouse, partner, girlfriend has been unfaithful to you um, even if you're a man that has been unfaithful and you want to talk about it send me an email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com also if you have any thoughts for ideas for future midweek ponders that would be great I'm always putting out new research and I put one out today that will um, it's asking what was the worst date you'd ever been on so um, I think this catfishing one with the lady at the beginning definitely (laughs) would qualify for that Um, so if you have a story about a really really you know shitty crappy first date whether it was comical or bad or whatever, I'd love to hear about it um, because I want to, you know, have those on a future story for uh, the midweek ponder. You can also visit my website at Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. You can email me directly from there. You can check out my blog. Um, you can listen to. The podcast from there, non-Patreon episodes, just regular episodes, and you can sign up to be a Patreon subscriber. Again, it's like three bucks a month. Um, it gets you two additional stories per month and early access to the regular episodes, plus my blooper reel. Um and um, this, those stories are typically about how the affairs affected the men. So the, we we share the women's infidelity stories on the regular, you know, Raw Truth. But on uh, Patreon, we're hearing man's side, the man's side of it, you know, how what they went through when their wives cheated, as well as their own infidelity that they feel that they would really like to share and get off their chest. And again... I will contact with um, people or have contact with people. They'll be a little unsure if they want to share their story. And when they write it out and they send it to me, I hear things, in fact, just recently on a story that'll i probably stream after the new year. The next day, he didn't feel as much hate for his ex-wife. Um, and I think it had a lot to do with the fact that he had to write it out and think through it all in detail. Um, and he's like, I want to be angry, but but i I'm just feeling different. So it helps. And always no judgment. Um, it's always anonymous, you know, so your story can help somebody else. And that's what this is all about. Knowing that you are not alone, helping other people know that they're not alone. So again, thank you guys all for for tuning in. Um, We will have a regular Midweek Ponder coming out on the 27th of September. It is Bridget's story. It's a good one. And uh, you'll have to definitely listen. And until next time, keep happy, keep healthy, away from COVID and all the fires. And remember, just love one another. Be kind. And always remember, for me... No judgment. Goodbye.